Hey everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Hello everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto featuring University of Colorado golfer Adam Madison. Adam, welcome, man. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, definitely, man. It's great. Really glad you would get you on the podcast here, kind of get to know you a little bit and stuff and, you know, just kind of hear the program, you know, how it is right University of Colorado. So we'll start off the first question. Where are you from and how'd you get into the game of golf? Yeah, so from San Diego, born and raised, uh, got into the game from my dad, actually. Yeah. Uh, just took me, my brother, and my sister to the range and then just kind of, you know, really liked yeah. it from there. Yeah, it was funny because I work at Travis Matthew, the, the uh, UTC mall, and your dad actually came in and show was shopping and um, mm-hmm. and I was talking to him and stuff. And he was like, yeah, you know, my son, he plays, you know, college golf this. And it's like, oh, great. You know, who's your, you know, what's your son, what's your son's name? And he told me, I was like, oh, I know exactly. You know, I you know keep tabs on, you know, college, you know, college golf and stuff. And I was like, oh, great. You know, like talk to your dad for a little bit. And I was like, hey, let's get him on the podcast. So, you know, here we are. <laughs> so that's pretty hey, funny. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, so yeah, that's nice. It seems like you guys are kind of a family of golfers and stuff. That's always nice, especially whenever, you know, you can do alongside with somebody in your family. Um, you know, kind of talk about your junior golf career a little bit, maybe your high school days, where'd you go to high school and kind of what kind of player you were at a young age. Mm -hmm. So basically growing up, I actually played baseball too. Oh, okay. Um, up in high school. So it was kind of like, I really like golf a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So I just ventured more to play golf. I uh, went to Scripps Ranch High School. Yeah. I uh, played on the golf team there. Um, that was a good time. Junior golf, you know, like, I would say, like, I was somewhat of a late bloomer mm-hmm. uh, playing in tournaments. Started, like, a little later than most kids, I guess. Yeah. Uh, in San Diego. But then, like, started to play pretty well and then realized, like, it might be something I want to take into college. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Yeah. Yeah. Did you play, did you play baseball in high school as well? Or did you just play strictly golf in high school? Thing. Yeah, that was the thing. It was, they're both a spring sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can kind of choose one. Yeah. Yeah. So at what, at what point were you like, all right, you know, I'm all golf. I mean, was it before, I mean, was there something about baseball? You were just kind of like, all right, I, I'm not with this anymore. Or what was up yeah, was with like, that? That's was, it was weird. It was like, I really liked both. And honestly, I would say it was, almost better at baseball which is Mm -hmm. the funny thing really all right like when I was younger um it was probably like middle school just before middle school Mm -hmm. and then but I just like really liked golf more Mm -hmm. um so I just stuck with it yeah and it seems to be working out I mean you you know you're playing at University of Colorado and stuff that's pretty awesome you know to be playing a division one program um you know so your junior career a little bit you know, you were kind of a late bloomer. What, I mean, were you playing for, you know, any organizations that were in San Diego? Did you travel around, play tournaments or kind of, you know, did you play in any AJGAs or did you play just kind of, yeah, you know, so San Diego stuff? I started just with San Diego stuff. And then yeah. it was actually like, I, I saw like other kids kind of like playing in like, I guess, bigger organizations, stuff, AJGA, stuff like that. Yeah. And I was kinda like, I talked to my dad I was like maybe like we could try like playing something like that yeah yeah and so I started doing that and then that's when I really started to like be like okay like I really want to do this mm-hmm. like, like it's fun to compete you know against 
good players. Yeah, when it's I mean, it's kind of whenever you play with a lot of guys, you know, in the junior golf kind of rankings and stuff like that. And, you know, eventually you guys move on and stuff and you guys kind of see where you, you know, see where all the schools they go to. And the next, you know, you guys are all playing college golf together. I mean, it's kind of cool to see how, you know, the the way you guys progress all at the same time. Yeah, um, it, is, it is crazy. I, my mom sent me this picture. Yeah. Today of this uh, tournament, it might have been like 12 or 13 and you know, it's just a San Diego junior golf event. Yeah. Um, and there's probably six of us in there. And I mean, not every single one of them is playing golf right now, college golf. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's just great. And, you know, it's really cool because I mean, like, like you kind of said, you know, you were playing at such a young age in these junior tournaments with these guys and now you're playing college golf. And I mean, you know, when then, you know, possibly after college to see where you guys go and stuff like that. I mean, that's just yeah. really, really cool stuff to, you know, have that friendship starting from a young age. Um, so, I mean, when you were playing these tournaments and you're, you know, you're playing high school golf, you're playing junior, you're playing your junior tournaments and stuff like that, you know, at what point did you start the recruiting process and kind of how'd you go about the recruiting process? So I'd say I started freshman year high school. Yeah. And what I kind of did was, or my dad was like, you just, I don't really know where he got this information, but he just was like, you need to get your name, you know, out there. So, I mean, I remember emailing so many schools, you know, just like every school you could think of. Right. um, Just to like get it out there. And then, you know, they send back a questionnaire or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And um you know, trying to set up visits and stuff like that. But yeah, it was mainly just me pushing out a lot. Like if I was ever playing a tournament, I would be like, look, I'm playing in this tournament. Mm-hmm. And then after this is what I did, like this is how I did. Yeah. And so it was just a lot of like proactiveness on my part, I guess. Yeah. One, I mean, that's kind of what you got to do. I mean, you got to be sending them emails, you know, getting your name out there. I mean, that's great that your dad was able to kind of get that advice in there and start at such, you know, in your freshman year of high school. Um, I mean, I know a lot of guys that start, you know, really later on and maybe the opportunities weren't all quite there to, you know, to what they could potentially have been. Um, but that's great that you started your freshman year. I mean, mass email is probably, you know, the best way to go about it, you know? So, I mean, that's really great that you're able to kind of get a head start on that and updating them. I, you know, I haven't heard anybody kind of talk about that, you know, hey, I'm playing in this tournament. And then you follow up after that tournament. Hey, these are my results because they're going to be consistently, you know, yeah. constantly seeing these emails come through about you. I mean, that's a great way to get college coaches attention right there, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah um, I was also lucky that my yeah. coach, um, Adam Borzak, he. Yeah, has Adam Borzak. Connections with uh, a lot of coaches. So, you know, I was able to get like phone numbers um, and stuff like that. And he you know, put in, had some talks with people. So that was really nice of him. Yeah. I mean, kind of talk about your relationship with Adam Porzak a little bit, you know, how did that kind of begin? How long have you been working with him for? I mean, kind of talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So it's actually funny. Um, my parents are members at Bernardo Heights country club. Where he oh yeah. Right yeah. Um, and I, th- I remember meeting him when I was maybe like four or five uh-huh. and he was still playing um at Bernard Heights because his mem- his parents are members there as well okay and then you know I started playing a little bit and then he became an instructor he got injured and um I went to him for like short game putting mm-hmm. chipping for a couple of years and then um wasn't until like I want to say maybe soft no yeah high school where I started actually working with them for everything. Gotcha. And, you know, I really saw like really good improvement 
I mean, ever since. So, mm -hmm. yeah, when he's got a lot of high level, you know, student, you know, high level college players that, you know, both on the men and women's side that he works with, um, you know, I've heard, you know, a lot of good things about Adam Porzak and a lot of, like I said, a lot of good players that work with him. So, um, you know, I've always seen him, you know, him throwing you guys, you know, throwing you up there on the Instagram, you know, whenever you guys you know, do some lessons and some swing videos. And um, yeah, no, that's awesome. It's great to have a swing coach like that where you start at such a young age and now, you, you know, he's going to kind of see how you progressed. And I mean, I'm sure, you know, you'll continue to work with him and stuff like that. And it's great to have a swing coach that long. And I'm yeah. sure the relationship you guys have is really strong too. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Is, it's good. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I love talking about the swing coaches and stuff there too. Um, so, I mean, we'll go back to a little bit to the recruiting process. I mean, whenever you're mass emailing school at, you know, coaches and stuff, were there any schools that you particularly were interested in or what, what did you want to, you know, what were you looking for in a university in the golf program? Yeah. So at first it was just, you know, like what you said, like mass email to a yeah. bunch of different places. And then as I started, you know, going through it and like, realizing like what I kind of wanted to do where I wanted to go um I started focusing more on like west west coast schools because that's just kind of where I wanted to be yeah um so I really focused there and that's when I started to do like more visits um up and down California and whatnot mm -hmm. um and then it was actually Colorado that reached out to me I didn't even I've never even like really even known about the school mm-hmm and then I went out to a visit here and then, you know, really liked it. And that's why I committed there. Yeah. I mean, the rest is history. I mean, yeah. whenever, I mean, you went up before you had went up to your visit at University of Colorado, who was your kind of front runner or, you know, what, what was the school I, that you're really interested in? I was really interested in the University of Washington. Oh yeah. I went yeah. to a visit there and really liked it. And then it was actually funny. I was on my visit here. Mm -hmm. um I remember it was like in the hotel I was in the hotel and the coach had texted me that like they were done with my class uh -huh. recruiting I see so I don't know if I had anything to do with it but I just mm -hmm. remember being like oh that sucks yeah well I mean and I mean that's gonna happen with recruiting sometimes you know yeah. it's just just the way it is but it's great that you're able to have backups you know like you, you know you were in Colorado I'm sure I mean you were super interested in them as well and um you know mm -hmm. it's just great that it all worked out and you know in the way it did um whenever you went on your visit do you kind of remember you know something that really stuck out to you or what do you really like about University of Colorado yeah so you know I went on whenever I went on my the visits to the schools I tried to keep an open mind and like to really take in like what the school has to offer and all that and then when I came out here I was doing the same thing I don't know if anyone else had this experience but like when I was just walking around I just had this like weird feeling I don't even know how to explain it but I was just thought to myself like I could really see myself at, you know at this place more than only a lot more than the others that I've been to mm -hmm. yeah it was, it was kind of there and I was like yeah I really want to go here yeah, well, and it's just nice to have that feeling when, as soon as you get on campus, um, because, I mean, you're going to be spending the next four, you know, potentially five years there. And I mean, you really want to go somewhere that you really like, of course. I mean, that's what, you know, that's what committing to a school and playing for a school is all about. Um, yeah, that's another thing that I, that I did have in my mind when I would go on uh, to different campuses was, I would think, you know, if I wasn't playing golf, could I, would I still like it here? Yeah. Um, and that was another kind of reason. Absolutely. I haven't heard anybody talk about that either, because I mean, even though, yeah, you're going to go play golf and everything like that, but 
that's great though. That's a great way to think about it. You know, take away golf. Would you still enjoy being at that school? I mean, that's mm-hmm. no, dude, that's great stuff. I haven't heard anybody talk about that yet. Um, so, I mean, you committed to university of Colorado. I mean, you're, um, you know, you're kind of, you redshirted your freshman year there, but now you're in your freshman redshirt year. Um, kind of talk about how your time at CU has been so far. Maybe kind of take us through what a week, you know, at, you know, being a golfer at University of Colorado is like. Yeah, it's been, it's been pretty good. It's actually pretty weird. We've had, this is, I've been here for four years now, and this is the first like different team that we've had. Mm-hmm. I'd be before this, um, the previous three years, I've seen one person leave. Mm-hmm. because of we were a pretty young team when I got here and then we had the COVID year so and then every senior stayed for that yeah so it's kind of it was a weird tra- definitely weird transition this year but um now we're super young again which is pretty cool yeah um but yeah typical week uh we have you know lift on usually Tuesday Wednesday Tuesday Thursday or like Monday Wednesday Friday okay um and then like you know, if you want to go in on your own, you can do that in your own time. And then we have our classes in the morning. Mm-hmm. So those are usually from eight in the span of like 8 a.m. to uh, noon. Mm-hmm. And then we're at the golf course, you know, one thirty-two, and then usually till sun goes down if we're playing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of usually what the schedule is like. I know whenever I play college golf, it was kind of the same way, actually the way you guys, you know, do it as well, Tuesday, Thursday workouts. And um, yeah, no, that's very, you know, very similar to what I would kind of went through too, as well. Um, you know, it's, it's just something that's really, people don't really think about with not only college golf, but just sports in general, because yeah, you know, you go out there, you compete, but there's all the prep for it, especially golf, because week to week, you guys are qualifying, you're fighting for spots, not only that, but you're working out and you're keeping your game sharp and then you'd stack class studying all that stuff on top of it. I mean, it's long days out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I'm just curious, you know, um, whenever you were going into your freshman year, you know, how come you redshirt your first year there? I mean, was there something kind of, you know, that, you know, maybe wasn't clicking with the game or something, or did you just kind of, you know, that was just kind of the smartest thing for you? You know, why'd you go about that? Yeah. So I was actually, uh, had my head coach Roy Edwards and old assistant, uh, mm-hmm. Pat Grady, um, kind of brought it up, you know, we had played six rounds of qualifying maybe, mm-hmm. and, you know, my scores weren't that competitive i would say okay the team uh-huh um but i was also came into college at 17 years old wow so, you were young yeah and i wow. was like i mean i was pretty small mm-hmm. my freshman year um so they just thought you know it might not be a bad idea yeah to take a year and you know develop a little bit we also had some pretty like three really strong players mm-hmm. so it was pretty much fighting for like two spots for the rest of the team gotcha and you know at the time they just didn't see that happening consistently mm-hmm. yeah uh, I, mean, I, mean, I look back yeah. at it now and I'm like yeah I agree because I see some other freshmen you know come in and it's like the same thing right and it's like yeah you might play a couple of tournaments but it you know if not you're kind of just throwing away yeah right so I mean I really I'm really grateful that they brought that up and that I was able to do that because it definitely helped me yeah, and it's going to help with eligibility, especially with the COVID year and stuff like that. Um, you know, I'm sure you got, I mean, who knows, everybody's eligibility is all messed up nowadays. But, um, you know, that's, you know, that's a smart thing to do because, I mean, going into college at 17, man, that's, you know, that's young. 
Um, you yeah. know, not that there's anything wrong with that or anything, but, you know, going into your freshman year, you know, what were your expectations going to University of Colorado to play college golf? I mean, were there any kind of, you know, changes you really had to adapt to or anything like that? Uh, I'd say I came in like pretty prepared for like what was going to happen because it was, you know, given like talked about to me, what was going to, what was it going to be like kind of thing. Right. So I was kind of like somewhat ready for that. Mm -hmm. uh, it was definitely uh, something like a change to mm -hmm. red shirt. That mm -hmm. wasn't something I was expecting to do. Yeah. Um, which was definitely tough at times, you know, when the team was traveling and whatnot. Right. Um, not being able to play, especially like when I, I did start playing pretty well in the spring, that was tough. Mm -hmm. um, but no, other than that, um, I'd say I was pretty like prepared. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break to get a word in from our sponsors. Scrambling with Dolan Auto is sponsored by our friends over at Putt View Books. Putt View Books makes yardage and green books that are used by the best junior, college, amateur, and professional golfers in the world and are designed with the assistance of world-renowned golf coach Phil Canyon and can be made for over 30,000 golf courses. The amount of precision that's put into each yardage and green book is impeccable and Cordy from Golf Science Lab says, they're clear, simple, and very useful. If you want a yardage or green book, head over to their website at puttviewbooks.com and check them out on Instagram at puttviewbooks. Yeah. Well, and that's great to, you know, because, you know, going into a, you know, a whole another level of golf and let alone going from high school, you know, to college. I mean, that's huge, especially in a different state. Um, but that's great that you felt, you know, really comfortable, very prepared for that. Um, I'm sure it made, you know, the transition a lot easier. Um, but yeah, no, that's, I'm just super curious, you know, about that kind of stuff because that's, you know, it's, you know, pretty important stuff that you're going into. Yeah. Um, you know, so, I mean, this past semester, you, you individually, you, uh, you know, you had a great finish at your guys's home event. You finished third place in 68, 66, 69, you know, kind of tell me about, you know, the past couple years or so your play and um, not only that, but this past semester, you know, what does that, you know, third place finish mean to you? And I mean, does that build any momentum for you heading into the next semester? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's actually funny to like look back at even like old swing videos from my freshman year here. Yeah. And, it's just like a reminder of how like far, you know, you come mm -hmm. and you can kind of see it when I look back, like at every single year, like individually, mm -hmm. like where you get better. Um, and like a lot of it is experience too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that uh, tournament was, yeah, it was my best uh, finish in mm -hmm. college so far. Yeah. Um, I guess it did help a little bit. It was our home course. I was pretty comfortable. Yeah. You still got to uh, go out there and you still got to go yeah. out there and play golf though. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that one, I mean, everything just like kind of came together, um, which was fun. I, you know, I played good tournaments where it may have like two good rounds and then one mm -hmm. kind of, okay, but you really need, you know, to put three together to, you know, have a really good finish and try and win. Yeah. Right. And, you know, now that you kind of got a taste of what it's like to put three rounds together and, you know, have that high finish, you know, going into this next semester, is that going to be something that you're really eyeing towards? Or, I mean, what are some of your goals for next semester for, you know, individually yourself? And then, you know, what are some goals you guys have as a team? Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say probably just a little more consistent. Mm -hmm. uh, this semester was, you know, a little up and down. I had a really good finish. I also had some 
poor finishes. Mm -hmm. um, so just trying to, you know, get more consistent, um, more fi like consistent finishes, finishes, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is there something that maybe, you know, obviously you talked about the experience a little bit as you go through your years in college, you know, you, you gain that experience. You know, is there something about maybe your game that you're looking to tighten up? Is there a part of your game, maybe, you know, maybe your short game or, you know, irons or course management? I mean, what's something that you're, that you're really going to pinpoint and work on, you know, so that you can continue to get these high finishes? Yeah, I'd say, I'd say short game for sure. Yeah. Um, because when it's, you know, it was really good when I finished really well mm -hmm. and it was not good when I finished poorly. So even right. if you're not like, say, uh, striking it how you want, you know, mm -hmm. if that's there, usually going to, you know, help you out a little bit Yeah, and not, you know, not finish so bad. Yeah. No, I totally get it because I understand that, you know, whenever you're playing the best in like, like that third place finish, you know, your short game and putting were working. And let's say you have a round that's kind of not going your way. And let's say you're hovering around, you know, even par or something like that. Having a solid short game, no matter what is going to, is going to, is going to save those rounds. You yeah. know what I mean? You're going to be able to scrape it around and still shoot even par one under or something like that instead yeah. of, you know, two, three, four over. I mean, that's, that's really important stuff. Um, you know, I'm glad that, you know, you're, you're, you're able to identify what you need to work on. And, um, you know, I'm sure you're going to put all the work in you need to, to come out next semester and just kind of, you know, just take over, man. Um, what's kind of the, you know, for the team wise, you know, what are the guys like on the team? Maybe talk about, you know, what are some of the team goals you guys have? I mean, I'm sure you guys, you know, talk with your coach and kind of, you know, what's a game plan for next semester for you guys? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, we finished really strong on our last two events. Um, but definitely, you know, if everyone just keeps working, you know, mm -hmm. we've got a lot of talent on our team and we could do some, you know, pretty cool things, I think. Yeah. But definitely uh, try and make it to like a regional yeah. site. We've kind of missed out on those the past two years mm -hmm. and kind of close. Um, so that would be pretty something pretty cool to do. Yeah. Definitely. When, I mean, I wish you guys nothing but the best in that. You know, I'm super excited to show you guys do. Um, have you thought about maybe after college, you know, what do you want to do after college is professional golf kind of in, you know, in the works for you or, you know, what, how are you going to go about that whenever you graduate college? Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely in the works. Um, mm -hmm. You know, there's so many ways you can do it, you know? Yeah. That's not something I've really pinpointed yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely thinking about doing that turn pro. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a lot of routes you can go. Um, you know, yeah, maybe would you be interested in kind of going, you know, PGA Latin America tour, you know, Canada tour, you know, going to qualifying for these tournaments and everything like that. I mean, I'm sure that's going to be a lot of stuff you're, you know, interested in, right. you know, looking to do. Um, but like you said, there's so many different ways you can go about it, trying to make it on tour. I mean, there's just so many different ways. And right. a lot of things that I've heard, with just guys on the pot, both men and women on the podcast, um, you know, it's kind of all about, you know, you got to play good at the right times because I mean, you could go, you know, to, you know, corn Ferry tour qualifying and you, know, you can kill it there, or you could go to, I mean, you could go play like golden state tour. They got, you know, they have an event where if you win the tournament, you get into, you know, some professional tournaments. I mean, that's also a gateway to possibly make it on the PGA tour as well. Um, right. But that's kind of something I've, this, uh, you know, common trend with guys that are trying to turn pro and guys that are playing pro and both women playing pro, you got to play right at the right times. I think that's kind of something that, um, 
you know, just to kind of keep in your head as well, man, you know, don't always think you got to play good golf all the time. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. I think I actually remember that I was listening to a podcast, I think with Keith Mitchell uh-huh. and he was telling a story about like um, this crazy thing that he was going to miss a tee time mm-hmm. and then he would have been DQ'd from the tournament, whatever he made it and then ended up, you know, finishing third or something, which got him into something else. And then from there, it was like a snowball effect right. um, for him to make it. And he was like, you know, it's just like you said, right time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And, you know, like I said, I'm really looking forward, you know, to seeing what you do for yourself and also just to see how you guys do as a team next semester, um, you know, really be pulling for you guys. Um, so we're heading to the next section of the show. I like to call the ham and egg section. Um, just some kind of for fun questions, get to know you a little bit more. Um, so, you know, I know you touched on playing baseball a little bit, you know, and there's kind of something that you, you know, you missed about playing baseball, you know, mm-hmm. if you had to play another sport professionally, what sport would you play and why? Yeah, definitely baseball. Yeah, definitely <laughs> just, baseball. I, I, yeah. I mean, I just really enjoy it. Um, mm-hmm. enjoy watching it. Um, yeah, I just really liked it as a kid. Mm-hmm. So it'd be, I feel like that would just be so cool to play. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I, I, I played baseball growing up too. And sometimes I miss, you know, going and, you know, playing catch or, you know, just, you know, a little, little batting practice or anything like that. I mean, that's something that's, I would definitely pick baseball too. Um, you know, or, or was there a specific team you'd possibly want to play for if you could, you know, get drafted and uh, do anything? Definitely, yeah, definitely Padres. Definitely Padres. Yep. I mean, that's a, that's a given from San Diego. Yeah. Um, what position did you play when you were in baseball? Uh, I played shortstop. Shortstop. A little bit. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's, I think that's the best position to play is probably being a pitcher in major leagues. I mean, you know, kind of pitch your, you know, pitch your day, take a couple days off, go play some golf. (laughs) Exactly. Um, You've, I mean, next one I got for you here, you know, I'm sure there's been a ton of golf that you've played, you know, in your life. Of course, there's been probably been a lot of nervous moments that you've had been on the golf course and a lot of good moments as well. Um, You know, what's the most nervous you've been on the golf course and how'd you kind of focus or, you know, to keep yourself calm during those moments, can you kind of pinpoint a moment? Mm, I'd say, honestly, I think it was the first round I ever played yeah. in college. Uh-huh. You know, I remember, yeah, I was really nervous. I remember the first couple holes, you know, every shot was like, oh my God, like this is, it felt like the last shot I was going to hit. Like I was, uh-huh. knees were shaking. Um, yeah, that, that definitely was the most nervous I've ever been. Uh, you know, I tried to, like, calm myself down, you know, breathe. And, you know, finally it did get a little mm-hmm. better. But I think that was the longest, you know, first, like, four or five holes. And it didn't help that there was, like, weights on every hole, too. Yeah, that – oh, God, dude, slow play is the worst, especially if you're nervous. Um, but, I mean, yeah. it can also be good because it gives you some time to rest and stuff a little bit. But, um, yeah, I know, dude, I mean, I'm sure – but like being in those kind of experiences, you know, they're only going to make you a better player. Um, you know, you get kind of in those nervous situations and stuff like that. And then next thing you know, you're in that situation again and you know what to do to kind of keep yourself calm and go out there and perform. Um, yeah. You know, I think that's you know, something super, super important as well. And that's great that, you know, you were kind of, you know, I'm sure you're learning a lot about yourself too. I mean, you're kind of learning how to calm yourself down and, you know, it seems like that's what you kind of were doing. Um, but that's great to always have in your back pocket though, for sure. Um, so, I mean, you were once a junior golfer, you went through the recruiting process, you've been there, done that 
kind of what's some advice maybe you have for junior golfers out there that are looking to kind of, you know, better their chances at getting recruited or, you know, is there any kind of guidance or advice you'd give junior golfers out there? Yeah, I'd say just being uh, persistent, you know, with these coaches, you know, if you think about it, they're getting, you know, numerous calls, emails, texts from all these kids. So you really got to, you know, keep your name in, in the loop with them if you want, you know, for them to notice you. Yeah. And it seems that you did a great job of that. <laughs> and like I said, you know, yet you were, you know, you're getting out there, you know, Hey, my name is this is introductions. And then you're even emailing them before and after you had tournaments. I think that's, you know, I haven't had somebody on there that did that. So I think that's, you know, something a lot of, you know, a lot of junior golfers could do out there as well. Um, yeah, I think that's great advice, great advice for sure. Um, I mean, next one I got for you, you know, you at University of Colorado, there's probably a lot of amenities that you guys have. Um, you know, I'm sure, you know, the courses you guys play, the schedule you guys have, you know, um, and, you know, just kind of everything that comes with the program. Is there kind of a resource that you have access to that you just really love about that comes from the University of Colorado? I mean, is there something that you just, you know, truly, truly are thankful for in the program? Um, Yes, I think it was probably like a little mix of everything. Yeah. Um, but one thing is um, kind of like our food situation. Mm-hmm. You know, they take really good care of us. I know my sister, she uh, is at Stanford. Oh, okay. So like we kind of, she plays softball there. Uh-huh. So we kind of talk um, like kind of like, what? oh, what do you have? Like, what, what do they give you? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. And I know like they're a much bigger school, like mm-hmm. athletically. Yeah. Like I obviously their football team gets, you know, full stuff. Yeah, right. Um, and but our school there's not as many teams, so mm-hmm. we're able to get like full meals for basically breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. Um, which is super nice and yeah, yeah super thankful for that. Yeah, you gotta have the food, man. You gotta have the good food. Um, you know that's you know super important as well. But that's yeah, that's interesting because. I mean, now that I think about it, I mean, yeah, I can't think there's, there's some sports that, you know, University of Colorado doesn't have, but yet that's beneficial for you guys and you and the women's team, I'm sure as well. So, I mean, Hey, got to look out for the food, you know, if you're ever at University of Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> um, so every week you guys are playing at a different golf course, or if it's not every week, it's whenever you guys have, you know, every single tournament. Um, is there a way that maybe you yourself or the team kind of approaches a new golf course? I mean, do you try and bomb driver on every hole, no matter what, or do you try and play position golf? I mean, kind of what, what's your style or strategy that you kind of use to go about a new course for myself, more position. Uh Cause I'm guess the furthest hitter, like if we're doing, a practice round you know maybe mm-hmm. the longer guys will rip driver and see what's you know if that could be a play or not mm-hmm. yeah um, and then but yeah for me i'd say more position um and play like to the strengths that i have yeah it's gonna be, like, closer to the green yeah yeah what i mean is there a certain distance or distances that you like or something that you play to you know, every single round that you have? I mean, is there kind of certain, certain I'd numbers you like? like? Inside 100, maybe like inside. 60 to 100. Yeah, 60, yeah, 60 to 100. Yeah, definitely. I, that's so funny because I, anything less than 60 was my gag zone. Was like, I, <laughs> I never want to have those distances. Yeah. Um, but no, dude, I, and I think that's a great way to play because 
yet there's a lot of guys that do mash driver and that's great if that works for them that works for them but yet playing your position golf and playing to the numbers that you know you're going to be scoring at um, mm-hmm. I think that's huge that's absolutely huge and I think that's something that you know a lot of people could whether they're a junior golfer, college golfer, getting into golf or anything like that. I think that's, you know, really important stuff that you're kind of talking about there that anybody could you know, learn from. Right. Absolutely. Well, we're heading to the last question here. Um, you know, I'm sure there's been a lot of people that have helped you get to the point where you're at, you know, your family, your family at University of Colorado, but is there somebody that, you know, who really inspired you to be the person slash golfer you are today? Uh, I'd say probably probably my dad honestly yeah yeah you know I saw uh he would play like amateur tournaments mm-hmm. when we were really lo- really young um when he was still allowed to play yeah um and I remember he like won this one tournament and brought back like a trophy uh-huh. and I was like wow like I want to do that too yeah um yeah and then ever since then you know we always have a good time when we go out to play you know I help him he helps me mm-hmm. uh yeah, it's just a, it's just a fun time. Yeah, it's a special bond to have. I know my dad and I have that as well, and that's just really cool that you know your dad took home the trophy, and that's kind of you know the rest was history for you. You know, you wanted to be like that, and you wanted to be like your dad. I mean, hey, yeah. that's a great story, man. That's a great story. Um, but all right, well, man, like I said, you know that'll wrap up this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto with you know Adam Madison. Adam, once again, thank you for coming on, man. Um, yeah, like man. I said, if you know. Whenever you get, whenever you're posting up on Instagram, we see you out there, you know, we'll throw you up on the Instagram there and, um, you know, wishing nothing but the best. And we'll, we'll be keeping our eyes out on you, man. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Definitely, man. All righty. Have a good one, everybody. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto. Just want to let you guys know I create an Instagram for the podcast called Scrambling Podcast. You can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes, like videos or photos. So you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.